Hello and welcome to Wake the F*** Up, a podcast about conscious living. I'm your host, Madison Palika, here to explore with you a holistic, healthy, and ethical way of life to help you gain awareness and self-empowerment. I hope to awaken humanity to the reality of the world as well as their own creative potential. Thank you so much for being here, and I love you. What's up, friends? Today, we're talking about Halloween because it's 11 days away, and I have just been having some conversations with people on Instagram who, you know, some of them are saying that they grew up Christian and they weren't allowed to celebrate Halloween because it's dark and evil. Other people are saying that, um, you know, they're on this new journey to find Christ and they just are not sure if they should be celebrating it. Like, what even are the origins of Halloween? Halloween. So I decided to just do some research and these are some of the things that I found. Um, We're going to be talking about Christianity, paganism, and Satanism. And, like, where Halloween kind of got its roots, how all of this kind of formed, what is Christian, what's not Christian, and so on. So, I'm just going to start from the beginning. Um, And, you know, there's people who will say that Halloween is not a Christian holiday. But I did find that there actually are Christian origins. So... I'm going to be reading these things, and I just screenshotted them, so I don't have the sources. Please don't sue me for reading this and not giving the source. I'm so sorry that this is just the way it is with technology today. So, my first screenshot says, Halloween is a commingled word formed from both All Hallows and Even or Een the Scottish word for evening. Hallow means to make holy. Halloween is meant to refer to the evening before All Holies Day, also known as All Saints Day, a religious holiday in the Roman Catholic and many Protestant denominations of Christianity to honor Christians who have died, also called saints, and gone to heaven. All Saints Day, also called All Hallows Day, is celebrated November 1st, which is why Halloween, Hallow's Eve, is celebrated October 31st. The day after All Saints Day, November 2nd, is called All Souls Day and honors all who have died regardless of their religious beliefs or presumed afterlife destination. The Triple Day Festival is, in essence, a Christian, observation, a Christian observance known as the Tide to commemorate the dead. People prepare for All Saints Day beginning the evening before, that is on Halloween, by holding prayer vigils and other honorary events. So these are some of the Christian origins that I was able to find. But I also saw a thing saying that the true origins are from the Celtic Druids. Um, So this is another excerpt I found and it says, When we examine the history of Halloween, one thing we find out very quickly is that it is based on the ancient pagan religion of the Celtics in Northern Ireland and their celebration of the Festival of the Dead, known as Samhain. 
In Northern Ireland, a class of ruthless priests known as the Druids ruled Northern Ireland through occult terror and human sacrifice for centuries. So this whole human sacrifice thing, I've been talking about this a lot and I've been finding a lot in the Bible that talks about this. The Encyclopedia Britannica from 2005 on Halloween says, In ancient Britain and Ireland, the Celtic festival of Samhain was observed on October 31st at the end of the summer. The souls of the dead were supposed to revisit their homes on this day, and the autumnal festival acquired sinister significance with ghosts, witches, goblins, black cats, fairies, and demons of all kinds said to be roaming about. It was the time to placate the supernatural powers controlling the processes of nature. In addition, Halloween was thought to be the most favorable time for divinations concerning marriage, luck, health, and death. It was the only day on which the help of the devil was invoked for such purposes. So the Bible's take on this, um, I believe this is from Deuteronomy. So this is the Old Testament, not the New Testament, meaning that Christ has not come yet. Um, and God was more of like a rule maker and had things you're supposed to follow, whereas now it's like you believe in Christ, you're saved. Anyway, it says, when you enter the land which the Lord your God gives you, you shall not learn to imitate the detestable things of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire, one who uses divination, one who practices witchcraft, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who casts a spell, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls out the dead. For whoever does these things is detestable to the Lord. And because of these detestable things, the Lord your God will drive them out before you. So that's the Bible's take on this paganism kind of druid sacrificial worship. And another side to this whole Halloween thing is, yeah, witchcraft, paganism, but also Satanism, which is really huge these days with um, Q, and I know people think it's crazy that, you know, people think that there's a satanic pedophile ring, but there's some truth to this stuff. So going into the Satanist roots in Halloween, um, the first kind of clip that I found says that the truth is that Halloween is associated with Satanism only in certain circumstances and in very recent times. Historically, Halloween has had nothing to do with Satanists for the primary fact that the formal Satanism religion was not even conceived until 1966. So the, the religion of Satanism is new, but the Satanic practices like child sacrifice have been going on for a really long time. According to Anton LaVey, who founded the Church of Satan in 1966 and authored the Satanic Bible in 1969, Halloween is the third highest day on the Satanic calendar for Satanists. LaVey wrote in the Satanic Bible, After one's own birthday, the two major Satanic holidays are Walpurgisnacht? <laughs> I don't know how you say it. May 1st and Halloween. And this is from the Satanic Bible on page 96. 
they honor the birthday because it's like the day of self-worship and self-pleasure and it's all about the self, which is like Satanism. The official website for the Church of Satan states on their frequently asked questions page that Halloween is a time when the masses reach down inside and touch the darkness, which for us, Satanists, is a daily mode of existence, as they may freely indulge their fantasies by donning costumes that allow for intense role-playing and the release of their demonic core. So from here, I'm going to go a little bit deeper into why Satanists love this holiday and what they use it for. Um, just yesterday on Instagram, somebody had sent me a YouTube video and in it there was an ex-Satanist guy who was in it because just as a child, his parents were in it. So he was being raised up in that religion. And he was telling a story about how he remembered seeing this girl. He had been married to her, I'm pretty sure, at a very young age. They were both really young. She was raised up with the honor of being sacrificial. And he was raised up with the honor of becoming the next high priest. So he was saying that he remembers on Halloween, him and the girl were drugged and put into the back of a van. And they got to wherever it was, probably a forest, like somewhere in the woods. And the girl was taken out, but he was left inside the van. And he could just hear, like, moaning and, like, low murmuring and chanting. And he was very scared. He didn't know what was going on. And eventually, <clears throat> he was taken out of the van. Like, this was now his part to play. So he got out and this girl, this young innocent girl, was up on an altar, which he said was pretty common and that could mean like many different things, whether it's abuse, sexual worship, like lots of different things. So he saw her up on this altar, but he said that he just remembered looking at her and thinking that she looked awfully white. And when he got closer, he had seen that her hands were bound and her feet were bound, but that her feet had been slit, as were her wrists, and she had literally been drained of her blood, which is why she was so white, and that people had taken their chalices, gathered up the blood, and were drinking it. He said that then the high priest took his hand with like a dagger or a sword, a dagger, and took his hand, put it on top of his on the sword as, you know, the high priest in training. And guided him to the girl on the altar and helped him stab her through the heart. At like, I don't know how old he was, maybe 10 to 13, possibly younger. But he is just deeply traumatized by it now. And he hates Halloween because these are the kind of images and experiences that it brings up for him. And he was just saying how he hates seeing people celebrate it and act like it's this lighthearted thing when really this is going on everywhere in the world. You know, all of these innocent lives are being taken. Young children are being raped and tortured and abused and murdered for their, for their blood and for their life force. Um, <clears throat> so... 
I found another story today. This is an ex-witch. And I'll just read it to you. It says, Ex-witch Beth says she used to love Halloween until she connected the dots. In quotes, it says, I really don't like to give a lot of details about it because it's very hard to talk about and, quite frankly, I don't want to disturb people completely, she says in a video. Since her salvation in recent years and subsequent inner healings and deliverance, Beth came to realize she, came to realize she was abused in a satanic ritual on Halloween when she was just three years old. So when it says came to realize, a lot of the people who have been through these deeply traumatic experiences of abuse or torture or death, seeing death, it's so much to handle that your mind blocks it out. And a lot of these people do not start to recover their memories until years in the future. So that was what happened with her. She started recovering her memories. She remembered being three years old at one of these satanic rituals. And it says in quotes, We went to the Mormon church. And what happened next made my blood curdle. I was given candy, but that was just a prelude to the sexual abuse that would happen in a satanic ritual, she reveals in her blog. So I was shook when I read that she went to the Mormon church. Like, I grew up Mormon. Everyone around me in Utah is Mormon. There's Mormon churches on every corner. And for a second, I was like, oh my gosh, the Mormon church is evil. But she was saying, like, it's not just the Mormon church. You're going to find this going on in all churches. Catholic, Christian, whatever it is. It's just the people who the devil gets a grip on them and starts to lure them toward this darkness. And it's like this snowball effect, which I'm going to comment on this snowball effect after. But for now, I'm going to keep reading. So she says, On Halloween, Satanists use young children, such as myself, as sexual idols to worship. Other children receive a far worse fate, death. I know for some this is more than you can even think to believe, but it's true. I can barely write these words because of the pain of the truth. It's almost more than I can bear. If it wasn't for the grace and love of Jesus Christ, I would not even be here writing this at all. So that's kind of a a better story where this woman is able to speak out about it now because she's been saved by Christ. And I found another testimony of somebody. And this says, I remember last year speaking to a woman who was a satanic ritual abuse survivor and being so worried for her as she told me how difficult October is for her every year. I couldn't quite understand why. But I knew that the increase of witchcraft activity must have a part to play in it. I learned more about the satanic aspect of Halloween and the sacrificial murders that happen on this night. Yet it still seems so far away from my own reality. And it gives a Bible verse that says, You shall not give any of your offspring to offer them to Molech, nor shall you profane the name of your God, I am the Lord. Leviticus 18.21 And while we're talking about Moloch, yes, this is what Hillary Clinton mentioned in her emails, that she would be sacrificing a, in quote, chicken, okay? I doubt this means a real chicken. I'm pretty sure that's a code word for a child. She said, 
Tonight, I will be sacrificing a chicken to Molech in my backyard. This woman's a witch. She's worshiping Satan. She's worshiping false gods. She is murdering people. Okay, she's worshiping the god of child sacrifice. Just pointing that out. So it continues. Satanic rituals are not new to our world. They've been around for thousands of years and they are talked about in the Bible when people were sacrificing their children to the god Molech. Molech is the god of human sacrifice and he is highly worshipped in satanic cults along with many other gods and goddesses. Molech is a demon, not a god, and he is controlled by Satan himself. In ancient times, satanic rituals were done out in the open where anyone could see. They were not hidden. But times have changed and the rituals have not stopped. They just had to be moved into places where they could not be detected. And it has another Bible verse. And he burned a son as an offering and used fortune telling and omens and dealt with mediums and with necromancers. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. And it continues, Halloween's still a very difficult time for me as I'm faced with constant reminders about my, my abuse. As I drive through the neighborhood or go to any stores, they're all filled with Halloween decorations, especially decorations of skulls, witches, and other such things that are directly related to satanic abuse for me. I used to love Halloween so much because a lot of me was aligned with darkness. Now I'm in finding I am finding incredible levels of freedom and Halloween can never hold anything fun or good to me ever again. So it's a lot. It's a lot um, disturbing, but real and true. Don't close your eyes to this. I think it's really important to be aware that this is happening literally all over the world on Halloween night. And while we're going about getting drunk or getting candy or dressing up and having parties, there are people who are being taken into the woods, brutally tortured, brutally murdered, being drained of their blood, being raped, being sacrificed and... This is happening in a lot of places around the world. Like, it, it is happening. It's probably happening around you and you don't even know it. So, I wanted to go back and touch on the snowball effect. Like I was mentioning when she said that she went to the Mormon church. And it's not just about churches. It's just about people who let darkness into their lives. Satan wants to get a hold of anybody he can, you know. And there are ways that we open ourselves up to darkness, temptation, sin, Satan, evil, you know, whatever you want to label it. Um, but for example, one of them is porn. And it starts, you know, seemingly maybe kind of innocent. And then your sex life kind of gets warped. And then you're watching more porn. And then it's not really satisfying you the same way anymore. So you start to look at some younger girls maybe. And then that doesn't satisfy you. So you get younger until you're looking illegally at child porn. Which is just rape and abuse. And then you take it into real life. You're having a lot of sex. A lot of kind of dark 
twisted sex, the type that you see in porn, which is not real sex and real love. And then that's not satisfying and you need more. And then maybe you're hiring prostitutes and then that doesn't fulfill. And now you're buying nights with children, which is human trafficking. Okay. And the same thing happens with murderers. You know, they start with small things, which creates, uh, you know, what a woman I was watching in this YouTube video I mentioned, she was saying that, you know, once you've spilled blood of any kind, you, you gain this, this bloodlust. Bloodlust is what she called it. She said they would do seemingly harmless rituals and then it would turn into like sort of mutilation of animals, animal sacrifice, and then you develop this bloodlust and the animal sacrifice is no longer satisfying. So you go to a bigger animal and then a bigger animal or maybe a group of animals until eventually you're killing humans. And you see this with murderers and with serial killers. Most of them start with the abuse, torture, and then killing of animals. And it's the same with everything. You can start opening these portals in your life to darkness, whether it be tarot, uh, lucid dreaming, attempting to do astral projection, like leaving your body, mediumship, divination, maybe then you're leaning towards Ouija boards. It can be, you know, watching horror movies that glorify death, demons, Satan, possession, and so on. Um, And I have a personal experience where when I was in middle school, I was probably 12 or 13 years old, I was having a Halloween movie marathon with my friends. And we were so young, I don't know why we were watching these movies, but we were watching Saw. (laughs) We were watching all the Saw movies, and they're so gory and violent and sick and twisted and disturbing, but to me it was just like, oh, it's Halloween, we're watching some spooky movies, eating some popcorn, like this is so much fun, and with my friends. And we stayed down there all day and night in this like dark basement watching these Halloween scary movies. So that night, went to sleep. I remember I had a dance concert the next day. And um, yeah, just going on about my life. I went to sleep, woke up in the morning thinking like, okay, how much time do I have to lay in bed and be lazy before I have to get up and start getting ready for dance? So I remember waking up, turning over, looking at my clock, thinking, okay, yeah, I still got some time. So I laid back onto my back to like try and go back to sleep and immediately I was having sleep paralysis, which I was not even asleep, but here it was happening. I didn't know it was called sleep paralysis at the time. Like, I feel like that term has kind of been so scienced to death that it doesn't hold room for any spirituality in it, like any spiritual aspects. So I started having sleep paralysis. And it was like, you know, very similar to other people's experiences. I was being pushed down on my chest. I couldn't move. I couldn't speak. I was absolutely terrified. I wanted to scream, but I couldn't have any noise come out of my mouth. Um, I remember just looking around at my room and there were like these dark bubbles 
of like matter or like it looked like like atoms in the corners of my room just like bubbling and it was like they were looking at me and I was just terrified and the only thing I knew how to do was to try and pray and so I kept trying to start like the way that the Mormon prayers started was you know dear Heavenly Father and every time I would start trying to say it I would get choked I would literally be choked and I wouldn't be able to say it so I was trying and trying and trying I don't know how long I ended up going on for, but eventually I just got the words Heavenly Father out of my mouth and the entire thing stopped. And since that time, I have never experienced sleep paralysis ever again. But I also have gotten very serious about what I'm letting into my space and I do not like watching scary movies anymore especially things that glorify demons and the devil and possession and just like dark scary twisted things like that so yeah that's my personal experience and on a different note I just wanted to note that like my whole journey with Christ began um, with it was the testimony of these survivors of human trafficking and satanic ritual abuse that actually opened my mind and my heart to the reality of Jesus Christ of like if these people have gone through the most brutal horrendous torture abuse rape you know watching murder participating in murder and they're able to go on with their lives like normal people like that is that must be God's grace because if I went through that I don't know if I'd be able to live you know I would probably you know when I think about it I would maybe take my own life Or, you know, I wouldn't want to have to deal with that trauma. So, yeah, the same thing here, learning about these Halloween rituals and the survivors that have a hard time with Halloween and seeing how it's so glorified because to them it just brings back the memories of these sacrificial events in the woods and people with dark cloaks and seeing innocent children being killed getting raped, being tortured, wondering if they're even going to leave alive or not. As young, innocent children, you know, not really having consent into being a part of this all. But these same children have grown up and been saved through Christ. So I just think that that's pretty amazing and special. Um, So the question is, are you going to celebrate Halloween? I don't know, because now that I'm aware of this stuff, I want to be careful, and, you know, I don't think that it's right to glorify a holiday that holds so much trauma for so many people around the world, and, like, knowing that while all these celebrations are going on and we're totally distracted with partying, or trick-or-treating, or whatever it is, that people are really going into the woods and having these sacrifices and this abuse and torture be done. Um, so it's like, I, part of me doesn't want to celebrate Halloween this year. But then, you know, in the year of COVID-19, if I didn't celebrate Halloween, I would be stuck home alone, and I probably would be sad and isolated and just, sad and I you know people have been isolated 
this whole year. Like I had been looking forward to Halloween as like a chance to socialize and see people and actually have some fun for once. But it's like, like when Instagram did the Black Square Day for BLM, people who were informed with the occult side of things knew that black squares are a symbol of Saturn's or Satan's cube and that it's this, you know, occult thing that just siphons energy from people. And I feel like Halloween is really similar. Like when we're putting out skeletons, dressing up as devils and witches and watching horror movie marathons and people getting killed or possessed and we're just like opening these doors into our lives. It's like it's giving this power to the witchcraft. Even though we're totally ignorant to it, like it still has meaning and energy behind it. So, and like for the part of Halloween that started as Christian and like honoring these saints, I totally get that. But when on Halloween do you ever see people getting together to do vigils and prayers? Never. So... I just feel like Halloween, you probably just need to celebrate it with very careful intention, you know. Do, maybe have some pumpkins and some hay or, you know, look at the changing trees and have some good food and be with your friends and family. For sure, probably, for sure, definitely say prayers for the people who are part of these satanic cults and for the people who will be involved in the rituals, you know, pray for their safety and that, you know, God will intervene and that their lives will be spared or, you know, whatever. But I just, yeah, I feel like you have to be very careful because you don't know what kind of energy you're opening yourself up to and you don't know what kind of deception is going on behind these Halloween celebrations and rituals. So that is my podcast for today. Please let me know what you think. Let me know if you're going to celebrate Halloween, if you're going to go about it differently. Let me know if this made you want to change your plans or maybe you are changing your costume and you don't want to give any glory to the devil or the skeleton or witch or whatever it is you're going to dress up as, just let me know. I'm very curious to hear your guys' feelings and insights. I'm still kind of on the fence. Like, I really want to hang out and have fun with my friends, but I also, you know, if it was a normal thing to do and it was going on, I would be totally open to getting a group together and celebrating it the Christian way and doing, you know, prayers and celebrating that and just having good, wholesome fun. So yeah, I love you all. Let me know what you think about this episode and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope that you absolutely loved it and that you got some really good things out of it to apply in your own life. If you want to hear more, I'm really active on Instagram. My username is Madison Palika. I'm also on YouTube and Facebook, both under Madison Palika. So hit me up there. I would love to hear from you and I would love to hear what you think about this podcast. Again, I love you. Thanks so much and have the best day ever.